You are tuned in to Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Broussard, Louisiana. Let's catch up with Father Michael Delcom as he breaks open the readings for today. So does running away from home solve anything? I'm sure there's an argument everyone who runs away from home has a justified argument why they're running away from home. Maybe they don't like what their parents are telling them. Maybe they don't want to be obedient. Maybe they want to do their own thing. They want to be on their own. They want to have their own life. They have in their mind how things could be better. I'm going to chart my own course, my own path. I'm going to do my own thing. Certainly, probably, having no clue what's out there waiting for them. But certainly it's got to be better than this. So does running away make anything better? I don't know. But what's fun to listen to is the story of Jonah. First reading comes from the book of Jonah. Many of us are familiar with the story, but it's just good to hear the details again of the story. Jonah was a, a reluctant prophet, God comes to Jonah and asks Jonah to go to Nineveh to preach to the Ninevites. Now, Nineveh was a a warring nation. They were an enemy to Israel. So God was asking Jonah, a Jew, to go to a warring nation and preach to them for them to repent, for them to change their ways, so that if they change their ways, God would spare them. Instead of destroying them, which God can do, God would spare them. And Jonah didn't want to do it. So details of the story, God asked Jonah to go east to the Ninevites. Jonah's choice is he goes west. He goes literally exactly opposite of what God is telling him to. Jonah gets in a boat. He is running and fleeing from God. He's literally running away from God. You kind of, in a humorous way, you're thinking, what is he thinking? Am I going to go far enough so that God can't get to me? Am I going to go far enough to where God can't speak to me? Is God going to forget about what he asked of me? So Jonah's in this boat with all these other seamen. And as he's in the boat, right, the the waves begin to rise and the storms begin to come and it begins to almost overwhelm the boat. The boat's about to break, it says in scripture, and the boat's about to crack open and they don't know what to do. So they start throwing things overboard. They start to lighten the ship and even as light as the ship, they could get it. Nothing was solving anything. And so they began to talk and they began to, to cast lots on who has brought this upon us. And it all pointed to Jonah. So they go to Jonah and say, who are you? And what are you doing on this ship? Well, I'm Jonah. I'm a Jew. And then they begin, he begins to tell them what he's doing. God asked me to do this. I'm running away from God. And they all stop. What were you thinking, Jonah? Jonah. Did you think that running away from home was going to solve anything? How could you? And they began to um, argue and try to convince Jonah that he was not only bringing this upon himself, but he was bringing this upon all of them in the ship. 
That running away from God, that directly disobeying God never brings order and peace. It only brings confusion and chaos. And so Jonah in his finally, I think, coming to reality says, just throw me overboard. Let's save everyone by sacrificing me. I brought it upon you. Throw me overboard. And so they literally throw Jonah overboard. And it says a big fish came and swallowed him up. He spent three days in the belly of a whale, praying, asking the Lord for forgiveness. And where our our reading picks up today is after the, the big fish spits him out onto land, it says God comes to Jonah a second time and asked him to do the same thing. And Jonah was obedient. Jonah goes into Nineveh and it said it would take three days to go through the whole city to ask and to preach this message of repentance. But even at the end of one day, Jonah's message was so powerful that the whole town repented, the whole town converted, even the the leader and the ruler and, and all of his subjects. He declared an order that everyone would ask for mercy and forgiveness. They believed in God and God spared them. Now this is the kicker. We probably don't think about this and I forget this all the time. After the town repented and God spared them, Jonah was angry. Jonah was frustrated. He was mad that they listened to the message of God and he was mad that God spared them instead of destroying them. You can kind of understand it a little bit. They were a warring nation. They were the enemies of Israel. So you can understand a little bit that Jonah didn't want God to spare them, that Jonah was okay with destroying them. In fact, that was actually why Jonah was running away from what God wanted him to do. Part of Jonah's reluctance was God, Jonah did not want God to spare their enemies. If I can just run away, if I can just maybe not do what he's asking me to do, maybe mercy would be spared and destruction would be given. Now there's a lot to learn from this beautiful story. A lot to learn, maybe a couple of things for us today. I know for, we're, we're in so many different places uh, personally in our life. Um, some of you listen to God on a regular basis. Some of you wake up and you listen and you discern and you pray and you're, you're eager to hear God's voice and you're eager to listen to God's voice. You're eager to obey God's voice and maybe you have experienced the peace and the security and even when God calls us into difficult things, into difficult circumstances, we know that God will be with us and his peace will follow us. Well, praise God. Praise God. Maybe the story of Jonah is a lesson we've already learned, but I know many of you um, are here at church or maybe watching online that maybe our practice of listening to God and his voice it's not something we do on a regular basis. And maybe we can relate 
with Jonah. Not so much that I'm running away from God, but you know what? I have turmoil, I have anxiety, I have restlessness. It seems like my life is in chaos and the people's lives around me are in chaos. And and perhaps it might be because I'm just not listening to the Lord. Maybe I'm running away from home and I don't even know that I'm running away from home. For me, what I think of when I think of home is, home for me is, is being with the Lord. Being with the Lord in my own heart, communicating to him, looking to him to provide for me. It's the classic story of the prodigal son. The, the father wants his children at home, and, and that's God's message for us. He just wants us to be home with him, home with him on earth, and home with him in heaven. And, and maybe, perhaps, the anxiety and the worry and the restlessness in your life is just because you're running, and you're not listening. And if we're not listening, we're not obeying. And if we're running our own life, it's only going to bring chaos and confusion and anxiety and worrying. Maybe Jonah's a call for, for some of us just to slow down and to begin to listen. And once we begin to listen, we might hear. And once we hear, we might be called and challenged to obey and follow. Perhaps then the peace will begin to come back. But thirdly, Perhaps Jonah's a message for some of you who have heard God's call, who know what God is asking of you, but you don't want to do it because you don't want good to come to someone else. Let me outline what that might mean. Well, we all have those people in our life that we're actually subtly happy that they're struggling. We're suddenly happy that they are not doing that well. Maybe they hurt us in the past. Maybe they, they, part of our family and friends that have done things to us or they betrayed our trust or they've said things about us. And you know what? I'm really not that disappointed that they're struggling. Or I'm not that disappointed that they're in the gutter. Or I'm not that disappointed that they're depressed and that this COVID time is, is really putting them on hard times. I'm really... I'm just not that disappointed. And what Jonah, what God was doing with Jonah is God was asking Jonah to be an instrument so that he could bring God's mercy and God's hope to someone else. And Jonah was saying, I don't want your mercy to go to them. I want them to suffer. I want your mercy only for me. See, that was a, a fault of the Israelites. They they knew they were God's chosen people, but sometimes they tended to just want to keep God's mercy to themselves. And they wanted God to destroy everyone else around them. But the message of Jesus is that God's mercy is now available to everyone. And he calls Peter and he calls James and he calls John and he calls Andrew today in the gospel to be instruments to go to the ends of the world, to not show bias. To not keep God's mercy for themselves, but to die to themselves and to die to this attitude that I'm going to keep God for myself. I'm going to keep his blessing for myself, his mercy for myself. Jonah was asked, and we are asked, to offer God's mercy to anyone and everyone. 
to forgive because we want to be forgiven, to love because we want to love, to love others as we want to be loved. And maybe for some of you, that's where you are. God's been asking you to forgive someone. God's been asking you to extend pardon to someone. God's been asking you to share the good news of God with them and who God is. And maybe you're worried about being embarrassed. Maybe you're worried about being afraid. You're worried about how they're going to respond, how they're going to react. You know God's putting it on your heart, but you just don't want to do it because you're afraid of whatever have you. Maybe this is a challenge for you. We can't run away from God. Running away from home is never going to solve anything. And home is where we are with God. Home is in our heart where our hearts and God's heart are one. That's where we find peace. That's where we find joy. That's where the spirit of God speaks to us. So wherever you find yourself, maybe you're right along listening to God and and following and obeying. Praise God. Keep doing it. Maybe you've been away from the Lord for a while and you haven't heard his voice, and, but you know your life is, is just a mess. It's exhausting and, and you're looking for some peace. Well, maybe this is a challenge for us to begin to listen. Hopefully we will begin to hear and please God, we will courageously begin to obey. But thirdly, some of you have been hearing the Lord and you've been running away just because you don't want to follow what he's saying. Maybe today's the time to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for caring more about my nets than your mission. I'm sorry for caring more about my life than what you want, Lord, your will. I'm sorry for holding back what you want to do in other people's lives because of my selfishness of keeping you just for myself. Let's pause for a moment as we continue to celebrate Mass. Where do you find yourselves? And how might God might be calling you to respond as we move forward?